thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your life. We've always taken mums the word to mean keeping things to ourselves. Well, this is no longer the case as we provide mums with the natural, honest, and reliable resources they need from experts and other mums to keep their families happy, healthy, and safe. Be prepared to use your passion for parenting to empower yourself with the knowledge of choice. Welcome to Mums the Word with your host, mum and chiropractor, Kaz Jaff. Hello, everybody. It's episode 81 and you are listening to Kaz Jaff and this is Mums the Word. Thanks for tuning in. This week, we have a fantastic episode with Ava Fisaplaza and uh, really from the first moment that I met Ava, it was... Uh, it was uh, certain to me that I wanted to have her on the podcast sharing her story and her inspiration and her mission in life. So here she is on the episode of Authentic Motherhood and uh, a little bit about Ava. She, uh, uh, since 2014, is the owner of holistic coaching and bodywork practice Ava Authentic Living, which is based in Amsterdam. And she's on a mission to facilitate women and men to align their mind with their body and soul and create ease, purpose and flow in their lives. She invites her clients to embody their soulful value through authenticity, compassion, intuition, collaboration, sensitivity, and long-term view and contribute um, with that to a sustainable heart-centered world. When we allow ourselves to step into our light, magic starts to happen and that transforms our lives and that of others and the world. She offers one-on-one coaching programs, workshops, and online training regarding soul-centered career coaching, burnout and stress recovery coaching, and personalized rebalancing bodywork programs. She has certainly got an amazing story, uh, which I guess drives her to do the work that she does. And I'm very excited to have you listen to share her story. Enjoy. Good morning, Ava. I'm so excited to have your mum's the word. Please share with the listeners a little bit about yourself. Hi, Kaz. This is Ava. I'm living in Amsterdam. I'm half Spanish, half Dutch. Um, I have two young, beautiful boys, all five and eight years old, and I'm living here with my half-Israeli, half-Dutch husband, so very multicultural family. <laughs> That's I me. didn't know that you had a half-Israeli husband. How did I not know that? Oh, now you know. You kept that one under wraps. Okay, we'll have to have that discussion off off, uh, off uh, the podcast. That's funny. And so a house full of boys. So already we're, uh, you know, all hands off to you, all hats yeah. off. Um, yeah. Well, I definitely want to hear you share your journey with the listeners because it's, um, yeah, it's such an important one to share. So I'll let you take it off and start wherever you want to with the work that you're doing now and how, how you got into it. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, let me first tell the people what I'm doing so yeah. that they, uh, yeah, because it's, um, so what I do now is I help basically women. Now it's very interesting that also men, since two months, a lot of men come to my practice, even if my website says I help only help sensitive, intuitive <laughs> and creative women, but all the husbands come in too. <laughs> so what I do basically is I help people. Um, aligning their mind with their body and soul. And it sounds very abstract, but what happens uh, a lot is that when we have some challenges in our lives, we go into our heads and we try to solve it there. But then we're not connected with our feelings or our energy um, and also with, yeah, something that we call soul because, yeah, I'm a believer in that. So, And how did I get into all of this, this stuff is... In 2009, my first child was born, and um, for me, it was a the first six months, 
it was the first time in my life that I didn't study and I didn't work. And if I look back, um, if I look back now, that was for me, that was like a period of great transformation because I didn't realize that my heart also was like born and was open. So I was also living basically in my head. And when I came back to the workplace, um, things didn't work any didn't work anymore. So um, in the morning, for for example, I did I did do things, but then in the evening, I just forget them. And I guess every mother, when and when we have small children or babies and we are breastfeeding, yeah, it is is something that's not happening just to me, but to many women. And um, but it didn't work. The the work field where I was working, it didn't work out for me. It was too cognitive. And um, um, so when I got my evaluation after half a year. And my program manager, who I told that things didn't work quite well and I didn't recognize myself, she said, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm going to give you a bad review. And I was like, sorry? How are you going to give me a bad review if I'm trying to do my best and um, making things work? Because also my husband was not there to support me because he was in Belgium working. Um, and I thought, oh, just let try to do everything by myself. Being a mother doesn't mean that I can't work anymore, but it was just too much of everything. So I went to somebody um, that's a soul-centered career coach, and she introduced me on this journey of aligning mind, body with soul. And there I got introduced with rebalancing body work. So rebalancing body work is what I use um, to help myself and help other people to go beyond what our mind has to say. So that is like, yeah, how I went into it. I know there's a lot more to the story. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're leaving us hanging. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> this was the first part. Um, so this was how I went into it because, you know, a lot of people are living their lives and an automatic pilot, so you're doing your things, but nothing. if nothing is challenging you, we don't go out and explore about ourselves or do some self-reflection. And for me, that was the moment that I thought, okay, so everything that I'm doing, it doesn't work anymore. But I was just confused. So that led me to somebody that could guide me a little bit in this confusion. But now, looking back, like now in 2017, eight years later, now I see, wow, then already the transformation started. Because I believe that when women give birth to children and they're maybe not so aligned with their hearts or bodies that's actually when the, you know the the pregnancy is what helps women to reconnect with themselves with their bodies and um some things if you're not if you're not like totally aligned with yourself or authentic then because that happens in life you know it's not a bad thing um but when we are so disconnected I guess birth and, and giving children and being pregnant, it also helps us to reconnect with ourselves on a deeper level. And um, and actually also, and I'm going to do a little bit of a detour, but I find it very important also to share, is that the first time that I gave birth to my child, I, it took me two days because I was so much in my mind and so much in controlling mode. And the second, uh, with my second child, it took me three hours because I was already much more um, connected with my body and I trusted also my body, mm -hmm. what it had to say. And um, 
yeah, I was in pain, but it was not so painful as before because I just could surrender. And that is also a thing that I found that I see that in, um, especially in the Western world, that a lot of uh, women find it very difficult to really surrender, to really tap into their bodies and to trust what their bodies do because, you know, we are basically programmed to give birth, you know, as women. Well, we are. So, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that is a thing because if, if we are so caught up in our minds, we like to control and we like to, that's our comfort zone and it's also our ego system. Um, and but what our bodies have to say is much more powerful and has also wisdom. So first part for my journey was that I went to this career coach and she introduced me to rebalancing body work. And uh, I tried to make it work at my current workplace there because I thought, yeah, let me just what I'm learning here, let me apply that here. Um, and I was just tapping into also the femininity the feminine energy like be softer instead of only going in pushing mode also being much more like in connection with others um but it was just not possible there so what i was doing i was going against the current because they were used to working in a different way and just me by myself doing it differently was just too big so i ended up in that year, also because I was just exhausted from taking care of a baby and then trying to work at a consultancy firm for 32 hours. It was just much more. And so I ended like up your in partner a was away as well. Yeah. Yeah, my partner was away. He was, um, he was working in Belgium and he was a lot of time. He was also in China. Wow. He had a, yeah, so, but I was thinking, my, my attitude was, oh, yeah, but I can do this by myself, you know? Other women do it too, so let's toughen up. And that thought of let's toughen up without asking for support with a baby, now I see, oh, yeah, of course, we need a tribe. We women, we need a tribe. We need a support system. Absolutely. You know, we can't, do, we can't do it by ourselves. No, it takes a village, right? Yeah. yeah. And it takes a, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it, it really takes a tribe. It really takes support from others. And yeah. here it's so everybody's so much on their own because for me, then what happened after when my, when my first child was one and a half, I ended up in a burnout because I was just exhausted. Now, I know and, it um, sounds really strange, Ava, but around the world, that's not a really well-known term. So ah, I guess you, yeah. okay. I know I it's really, like, yeah, I, I, I think you need to go let into me what explain. that is. Yeah. So burnout, what it is, is that your body is so incredibly tired and depleted because every day you've taken much more energy than that your body could give. Um, this is just very in a very simple way explaining. Yeah. Um, that every time it's like it's it's like if you just for a long period of time you sleep six hours but you need eight, then your body in the first period, it helps you to overcome that because our bodies are wise and are incredibly good at that. But there is a point where the body can't offer us much more energy. So I was in a complete stress system mode um, for one and a half years and I was completely depleted. So my body was not able, when I was resting, my body was not able to rest anymore. It was just all the time it was in active state. Yeah. So I wasn't able to recover. 
Yeah, we call that tired but wired, you know. Yeah. So, and somewhere yeah. in there you had a second baby, if I'm correct, if I did my maths correctly. Yeah, later. Uh-huh. It was in 2010. So then I started, when, when the burnout happened, um, I started to go to, I, I signed up for training, the, the rebalancing bodywork training, which is a three-year training, to, um, yeah, to get the skills to be a therapist in... Um, in helping pe- people through the body reconnect with themselves. And it was actually the best thing that I did because the training is not, co- is not cognitive. It's not, you don't learn through your mind. You learn with your body. And there it was like I learned to relax and I learned to listen to my body. And I really honored that because I guess that everybody that is in that state or recognizes itself when you're so incredibly tired, you just can't do anything but rest. Even if your mind says, let's do this. No, I can't. I'm just so tired. So that we have to listen to what our body has to say. We really have to surrender to that, you know. So that's what I did during three three years. And in the second year, in 2012, I got my second child. And um, it was a whole learning process of also for myself to become more autonomous, to really listen to myself because all of these things that happens – First, I left my job at a consultancy firm. Um, then I got my second child. I did this training. It was all all steps to become much more authentic and choose and create a life more true to me, not to others, but to me. And that's in itself can be difficult or can be challenging um, because you have to say no a lot to people, and there is like there, yeah, there is a challenge. Um, and I finished in 2014, no, 2013, I finished the, the program um, and I started my own practice. But first it was like, I liked, it to, I liked also to give like practice, uh, practical advice to people. And then again, I see it now that when, it was in 2013, uh, I worked very hard, like in a very male way uh, to... Um, uh, start up my business, so I worked very hard, long hours, and I had two young children. I tapped into my feelings, but not that much because I thought my mindset was, yeah, but if you have an own business, you have to work very hard for it. So I did, but also again there, I uh, asked too much of my body, and then in 2015, uh, that's two years ago, I discovered that I had cancer. Mm-hmm. So. That was really a wake-up call. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if you don't learn the lessons, you're going to be keep being presented with another one, I guess. Exactly, yeah. But there, since then, I learned my lesson well, like in a, in a good way, because um, there was totally, it was also a totally different experience, because when I had the burnout, I didn't have the skills and I didn't have the insights and the learnings uh, I went through this whole, the whole training, and then it was like, you know, Ava, you really have to use what you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, use what you know for yourself, but also cross the line by by really becoming true to yourself, really speaking out your own truth for yourself, not for others. Because you know, when we are in when we are living our lives, we think a lot about, oh, we can't do this or that because maybe she or he or whatever. Okay, I'm gonna step out of this mold. What will happen? That fear is just in our own heads. Not, you know, other people do not mind that much about the, ch- the choice is eventually what we're going to take. That's true. So, 
um, the fear is much bigger than what other people or what the world is going to say. And um, because I face my own death, it sounds very dramatic, but on the same time, it's not so dramatic at all. For me, it was, okay, so I can die. You know, it's a, it's a real interesting thing that we, we make, we have a lot of fear about stuff, what we, but we never think about our own mortality because we don't realize. We can think about it, but we don't realize that. We don't realize that we are go, all going to die. But I don't see it like, oh, it's dramatic. It's more, so if we're going to die, why don't make the best out of our lives? Yeah. And not in a way of we have to work hard for it, but much more, you know what? It's a beautiful day out there. Let's enjoy that. Or I'm now able to ride on my bike. For me, it was so simple. It was, it was more. It's not like um, I have to. Um, um, I don't have to. I don't have to live a big life. But I, just being alive and being able to walk here on Earth and doing the things that I'm doing, that has given me such a difference. And such a different experience, like instead of, oh, this is normal. No, it's not taking it for granted anymore. Amazing. So it's more of a celebration of, you know what? It's the sun and I'm on my bike and I'm really, you know, I'm, and I'm feeling the breeze and I feel the sun. That for me is life. The rest is all extra, but that's basically, you know, that you can experience life. So you think that life, I guess, in a way has slowed down or you've taught yourself to stop and smell the roses? Because I, I can hear yeah. everything you're saying and I'm like, that sounds great in theory and it sounds yeah. also great for someone who's maybe got older kids that dress themselves and wipe their yeah. bums and, you know, maybe lay down and sleep. And, and I'm just thinking for the listeners, you know, you also are self-employed, so you get to pick your own hours and you can mm -hmm. schedule that accordingly. I mean, let's just think about the one who doesn't work for themselves and goes back mm -hmm. at three months. I mean, I'm just thinking it would be great if there's some tools that have really helped you build that into your life because yeah. let, let's sort of think about, I mean, it's yeah. not always, I know, it's, I know it's great theory and I subscribe to it too, but practice is a whole other ball game. It's like instead of going into automatic pilot, because it, it, no matter what you do, if, if you're self-employed or not employed or employed or whatever, it's yeah. more of a, instead of taking for granted the, day, the, the things that are happening to you, it's much more of, wait a minute, I'm waking up. How am I feeling today? Yeah. It's, and not in, I'm waking up, oh, I have to do this and this, 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 this. You know, it's the the difference is, uh, and it the difference for me the big the biggest difference is the awareness, and that sounds maybe very cliche, but that's that's the whole, I I guess the whole um, the key to everything. Yeah. Instead of going into a lot of people, it's also the mindset or the thing, the way of how you look at things. You know, we it, it can be as simple as. You wake up in the morning and instead of thinking or you're doing the things that you do all the time, you can start by two minutes asking yourself, how am I feeling in my body today? Yeah. So it's really bringing mindfulness in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and rebalancing goes a little bit deeper than just mindfulness because we really invite also the feelings and the emotions. So the, the coach can ask you, what do you think about this? 
And also for me, when I do, for example, soul-centered uh, career coaching, that's much more practical. It's orientated towards work. But my, always my questions are, if we discover the values and explore the values, I ask, how do you feel in your body when you use the word autonomy or freedom or connection instead of what do you think? Because then it's a story, and that story is not true. It's just in your mind. But if you can, if you can link it more to what you feel in your body, then it's completely different. It's a lot of people are, it, or another example is a lot of people are um, riding on their bikes, and we talk about the the bike, but we don't talk about experiencing the bike. Well, how do you experience your day, for example? When you go to work, how do you experience how other people talk to you or when you do your tasks? Is it nourishing? Is it not so nourishing? So it's asking yourself questions. And then you get more insight in what you like and what you don't like. And then you can tune in the symptoms of your body, like, hmm, my body's tired. So I have to, you can honor that instead of I have to do this or I have to do or shoot or mm-hmm. we create that stress by ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think you touched on as well. It's it's really about the the mindset that you put on it, like glass half empty, glass half full, because two yeah. people can have exactly the same experience if we look at them externally, but what's going on in their head is a completely different experience of how they I don't know, yeah. walk the, the coals of fire or, you know, yeah. one yeah. one gets burned and one is like so liberated and empowered and can't wait to do mm-hmm. it again, you know. So it, it it's definitely that mind over matter. Yeah. And also, you know, for everybody is in a different stage and it's not, this is, for some people, this will resonate and for for others, it won't resonate because they're, it's, it, it yeah, it, you need to be at the right moment, right time, if it's for you. And not, this is not for everybody. Yeah. No, it's and also point. that's why there are so many people talking about this subject in different wordings, in different ways, with different techniques, because for everybody, it comes in a different way. You know, for also, I mainly work with the body as the entrance, as the tool to work um, for more awareness and insight. But other people use NL, uh, NLP, mm-hmm. neuro linguistic programming, or, you know, there's so much out there. So also for everybody, it's a different story, what resonates with them and a different entrance. With so much great information provided on each episode, we've created an easy way for you to stay up to date on keeping your family happy, healthy, and safe. For exclusive content, as well as show notes, links for everything we discuss on the episode, as well as a free newsletter to help keep you informed, visit mumsthewordpodcast.com. What are some of the common, I guess, types of people? I mean, I know you said women and you, you mentioned now men, uh, sensitive mm-hmm. new age guys, but what's the type? Of, is it that they're symptomatic or they just feel blocked and stuck? Or there's, I mean, just to yeah, paint, paint in, a picture. In general, in general, what I see is that the um, oversen- not oversensitive, the sensitive woman, the sensitive and intuitive woman that has, that has a natural quality and has never learned to use it because in our society, sensitivity and intuition, these are not qualities that we appreciate. And that's okay, but what happens if you have that um, and you want to, and you see it in young children and then when they grow up and they are in a school or with parents that don't appreciate it, they say you have to do this and this and much more on intellect or cognitive skills, then they also they have like a judgment on these main skills 
um, or quality, sorry. Um, and then when they're older, and it's between 30 and 40, that's what I, this is my experience, okay? It's not the truth, this is my truth mm-hmm. and my experience. Mm-hmm. I see in between 30 and 40, when women have had their children, this intuition or this sensitivity grows, but they're feeling lost and they're feeling um, um, like a little bit of chaos and confusion. They don't know what to do with it because they have also uh, put it aside. So these women feel blocked and then they come to my practice yeah. to learn how to, de- how, to, yeah, how to learn to take that serious and uh, apply these talents and now I see, because these, these men, and my, if you look at my website, it's basically orientated to women because I had a lot of women. So I thought, let's make that. Like, <laughs> then we, it's not from, just for me because before I saw out of every 10 people that come in my practice, nine are women. So let's make that my ideal client, you know, instead yeah. of yeah, um, offering to everybody. So being very pragmatic. But now I see, hey, wait a minute. Maybe it's time that other women or other men had that men come into my practice like much more naturally. I had like three men on a row, and it's actually very good development. It's it's it, in um, women are sometimes two or three steps um, not behind, but uh, in uh, thinking ahead. They're like two or three steps ahead instead of, and then the their yeah the men follow. It's like hey, that's interesting. You look much better. Or <laughs> you're doing, you but but it takes a while, and that's natural. You know, it's natural development. Also, you can't push. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just sort of thinking. Yeah, she's in a house full of men, and uh, you know, you're holding the torch for the family, and yeah, the, it's it's nice that they will follow suit at some point if they haven't already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but. It, because still, I'm very interested in, in feminine and the feminine energy, and also that the feminine energy is rising at the moment. You know, you see, or I, maybe I see, but I see a lot of uh, change also in the world and also in people. And um, yeah, there is something going on on a bigger scale. And I notice that, you know, I, I tap also into that. But yeah, I'm, I still am very practical. And I always check with what is actually happening instead of the things that I see and I read. Yeah, men are coming too. They also need. Yeah, there was la- last week. There was a man, and he said to me, "Yeah, if I I feel something is just completely off. I'm not burnout, but something is completely off. I miss my spontaneity. I want to be spontaneous again. And um, like when I was uh, a younger child, and uh, I can't cry, and I want to cry again. And it's like wow. So yeah, come into my practice, and and then let's have a session to see if we can invite you. Um, to go in your feelings world. So he was ready to show his vulnerability also for himself. It's not for me. It's, uh, people have to show their vulnerability for themselves. Of course, of course. And do you think there's something to do with that whole, you know, we talk about us being more connected, but obviously more disconnected with this whole social media and, mm-hmm. you know, less actual real FaceTime rather than, you know, uh, Apple FaceTime. You know, do you yeah. think that plays a role that, you know, obviously we see it in our children and there's many research showing about, you know, their ability to deal with their emotions because of screen yeah. time. But is that something yeah. you see pushing through in the in the adults as well? I think it, it, I go, I think it goes um, even deeper mm-hmm. because it's 
the social media is like the practical outcome, mm -hmm. but there is a disconnection in ourselves. So if a parent is disconnected, disconnected in the, or not aware, for example, if your child is having a tantrum or is very um, demanding in something, there is something going on in the child. And what we do, we tend to not have space for that or like really listening to what is what's going on what is the feeling what is the emotion and being practical again as a mother I know we can't be all the time like that okay because I am also not with my children um, but I'm really sometimes tuning in what's what's going on why are you so um, mad and then we talk about it like what do you feel in your body And then they can now describe, I'm feeling sad. Okay, so what is it what you need? And this is not a thing that happens overnight, okay? But it's even with a child or a toddler of two years old, instead of um, saying, shut up or don't do it, or, I don't want you to be mad or angry, whatever, give it, if you can give that space, but you have to give it space because uh, if you can only give that space if you are okay with your own anger. So... Going back to the social media, it's not about social media. It's, it's a consequence of being disconnected. We are all the time on Facebook because we're, and there is a need. And I see for myself, to be honest, for me, it's a need for connection. I feel that in my real life, uh, we're so busy that there's not so much connection. So I search or I create that online. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, but, and I'm sure that's true for most people. Yeah, but there's also, so it's not about, you, I, I guess you can use social media and also children, but if we don't teach them that there are emotions or there are needs or whatever, then, of course, then the social media is, or screen time is not okay. Yeah. But, but, yeah, it's, it, uh, it, it's not like it, only screen time is... Um, not okay if we also educate them on the connection and the feeling stuff yeah yeah no i mean it's applicable applicable for for everyone yeah 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 so um without going into too much detail i mean just what someone could expect in the session i mean there's an intake i guess and yeah what i always do is um uh, also for me not just for the clients that i always connect with them online mm -hmm. through a 30 minute call Um, to see what is the challenge and if I'm the right person. Mm -hmm. um, so very like very service or like seeing is the challenge what the person has. Can I help with? Mm -hmm. uh, can I help them? But there is also another thing: is that are we a great match? Because in the work that I'm doing, um, the healing or the magic or the transformation happens when you are feeling okay with that person. And it's not just for the clients, also for me because. I see that when I'm feeling completely comfortable and there's a great click, then I, you know, there it's like with a great mate or with a friend. Nice things happen, you know. You have, like, nice conversations and you feel fine. And that's on both. It's not, it's for the client, but also for me. So we, I have, like, always an intake. And, um, again, I'm very honest about if it's, if for my part it's going to work and also from the client parts, you know. Um... And then it can be either they have one session to try it out or they're going for a program. That, then that really depends on um, 
uh, on the client what the client wish. And if they want to try out um, a rebalancing body work session, it's like mind, body, soul alignment. Uh, I always say to them, let's first have a session after the intake um, to see if we are really having a match here. And then after the session, the client says, yes or no, let's go on or not, you know. So it's really aligning very much with the need instead of, oh, yeah, let's go. And, and um, it's, it's tuning in every time. Is this the right fit? Is it the right moment? Because I really like to offer value and not just let's start, you know. So yeah. that's a little bit the, the way of working of yeah, you have to excuse there's some builders at the back. There's a, a nice sound that just started happening on this gorgeous sunny day in Amsterdam, which is, you know, as rare as, uh, well, you know that I decided to leave the window open. You can hear some cement yeah. mixer, so uh, apologies there. Um, what, uh, well, I mean, it kind of sounds like a bit of dating, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> let's suss each other out shall we meet in person you know yeah but because my because my way of working yeah the the only difference is that in dating (laughs) you're like flirting around here it's not about that here it's about can you be yeah but yeah but i guess you you hit a point because i it's gotta be a click yeah there has to be a click it's not like um you go to a doctor and you have it fixed you know that there is in, in my work, it's incredibly intimate because you share stuff that you maybe don't share with anybody mm-hmm. be- because I invite people to go deep and to go and to become completely authentic and also that they can really be themselves. That's the whole purpose of my work, you know, and in, in sessions, not like, okay, let's wait on the sixth session that then you can be authentic. You know, it's at the first, uh, yeah, and people have to feel comfortable or else it's not going to work, you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still listening. I thought, yeah. <laughs> and humor is also very important. Yeah, so you yeah. know, there is no drama in in. There can be a lot of drama, but yeah, but yeah, it's, uh, I also have also always great laughs because yeah, again, great. life yeah. is not serious. Yeah. Yeah, no, you've got to keep it fun. Well, I'm yeah. sure you have many, but I'd love you to share a uh, quote or affirmation or something yeah. that you wanted to share, whether it relates to this or parenting. Well, um, very simple and I guess very true, but it's um, listen to your body yeah. to receive wisdom. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so just to go back to the um, the cancer, I mean, you, you, yeah. you're uh, in remission now, or I mean, you didn't. We didn't touch on where things are at no. now, just so the listeners know. Well, I am. Um, when when you have cancer, I'm. So I don't have cancer now, mm-hmm. but they consider you a cancer patient uh, from the moment that you were diagnosed until five years later that you don't have any cancer anymore. So I'm. I have every right. three months have checkups. Right. Um, because the risk is higher than in, in other people, and I, yeah, I really take very good care of myself now because I, I now really take my, I, I learned my lesson, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, it's not. Uh, there is also another thing that even, even if you, if you do everything that you can do, there is also a part that we don't know, and we don't. We if this comes back, it comes back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's we'll not see, necessarily you know. a big story behind it. It's just you know. no, exactly. It just happens, you know. There are some things that we just still can't explain. Yeah. Some things just happen. 
Yeah, no, I understand that. Well, um, if you could go back in time now and tell your pregnant self the first time around some wisdom yeah. uh, in motherhood, what would that be? Trust yourself. As simple as that, trust yourself and, and go with your instincts and your intuition and uh, that will guide you. Don't listen to other people that much. Just, yeah, you can listen. No, listen to other people, but uh, um, check in with yourself, your own truth, and really go for that because, yeah, you know better. No, and it, it's really important that you say that because I would say probably nine times out of ten mums when I ask that, that question on the podcast, that's exactly mm. what they say. So I hope <laughs> I hope that we're drilling that into the mums with babies in their belly. I hope that we are because, I mean, the reason why we say that is because we've learned our lesson also, I think, where yeah. maybe we haven't done it and then we've sort of gone, oh, why didn't I listen to myself there, yeah. you know, yeah, and exactly. you keep coming back to the same thing. So if we can save some people to reinvent the wheel, that would be great yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because and yeah. I even think you know Cass that if women in general women men not so much and I own, I also do not know that well the world of men because I basically help women but if women and you're not one right so I mean yeah, yeah and I'm not one so it's different <laughs> but if they if all the women if or in general if women would listen to themselves I don't have I, I'm out of work you know, and so that's the best thing because I am, I guess that the, the best, the, the thing that why they come to me is that they don't listen, don't, don't really listen to themselves. Are there some patterns that you see? I mean, I mean, you obviously work with expats, I'm assuming, you yeah. work with Dutch people. Is, I mean, you mentioned the 30 to 40-year-old thing. Is it that we've yeah. tried to live someone else's life and someone else's career or what we thought our parents wanted us to do and then we yeah. had our kids and gone, oh, this does not fit me at all and yeah. my value system has changed. I mean, what are some of the running themes that you see or, you know, people that this might be falling or is it just everyone? I guess it's just with everyone. And, in the, in, you know, the, the, dis, the disconnection is also a natural process. Eh? It's not a bad thing. A lot of people think, oh, it's a bad thing that I am now in my 30s and everything is like hmm, in confusion. No, it's a natural process in, in human beings. Um, and I guess that when we were young children without too much trauma, but still or um, an environment that was not helpful, if we just grow up normally when we are five, six years old, that's, how, that's who we are. But then we lose it because of our conditioning and, uh, and, and, parent, and, and our parents and whatever. And then when we're 30, and I guess a lot of women also, there's like a signal of I am now pregnant, I, get, I, have a, I have a child, because nature is so strong, it says, do this, but then we don't listen, but do this, and then we don't listen again, and then we are, and then we can go into burnout or disconnection or feeling lost. And also because we, if we change country, we don't have that support system, so we are actually very challenged to then really support ourselves by, again, what is my body telling me? Yeah. And if you honor that, then you can really feel more purposeful and, and joy. It's not because it doesn't depend on where you are. This, it, I know it's challenging what I'm saying, because, and I know all about it because I am in between two worlds, the Spanish and the Dutch world, mm -hmm. and I really long to live in Spain because there's where my heart is. But if I am feeling disconnected here in the Netherlands and say, oh, I want to go back to Spain, and I'm feeling so sad, then better to go to have a yoga class. Because then I feel much more in my body and connected, and I feel 
yeah, I feel just here and present and now and I feel fulfilled. So I don't have to go to Spain to feel fulfilled. It's just a feeling that I'm yearning. And that's in myself. It's not in the outside world. Sounds deep, but it's really true. No, no. I mean, I've witnessed it myself. You know, I've obviously lived here a long time in Amsterdam, lived back in Australia for 16 months and now back again. And and Mm -hmm. one of the biggest lessons that I learned is the grass is greener where you water it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and it's not about where you are. It's about what you invest in there and put time. And I think touching on what you said, it's totally okay if your priorities change in life, Mm -hmm. you know, like who you decided to be and what career you went into when you were maybe in the teens or early 20s. And then, yeah, after you've had children, yeah, there's a reset and there's a who am I, what do I want, what do I want for my children and it's totally normal that it might just not fit as it it fitted before. Yeah. And what I also see is that when I I had some people um, like they are living their um, quarterly crisis, how they call it. Oh, what's that? Yeah, that is when, that's instead of being 40 and being in the midlife crisis, that's what I Got and it. They have their quarterly crisis. Oh, I was thinking it's every quarter in the year, so I'm glad to hear it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god! So you get those people. This, yeah. So this group is also there, mm-hmm. but I am not the one that is drawn to that kind of particular um, uh, group. I'm much more into the internationally orientated um, and mothers um, because they. It's so. Spe- it's such a specific thing. And also because I've lived it myself. Because for me, looking back, I had my child, my first child, and I saw, of course, Ava, you were completely at the wrong spot, doing the wrong things. And this birth and this child, he, he just said to you, go back to where you come from. And so I did. Mm-hmm. That's when I guess it, when we, because it doesn't happen to every woman that when you have children and you have to go through this transformation. But there are many that have that problem or challenge you know and that's where I really tune into yeah 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 well I'm sure there's dozens also but if you could share some great resources that have helped you along your journey I would love for you I'm really curious what they are actually so there is one book that I really recommend every woman to read especially for women it's from Tara Moore and it's called playing big Mm. and she she gives, she, I really like her style. Uh, she's an American. I like her style because she's philosophical, so, so she goes deep, but she's also practical. So it, it really resonates my work style. So she there shares tools um, for women to play big in their lives. And it doesn't have to be playing big in I want to have a great career, but it's more what kind of career do I like or what kind of life do I like to do and how can I be able to do that? Um, it's a practical guide like she so that's a, that's a, that's a book that I, I use also in my work playing big from Tara Moore and then oh. there is another one yeah she I, I, there's another one I really like uh, her name is Susanna Conway mm-hmm. do you know her? no Susanna Conway is the online queen of giving e-courses to create a heart-centered life. Okay. And the, the, the online courses are like 97 pounds or 147. So they're not expensive at all. Great quality, great content. And she's really building an authentic heart-centered business. And she does it online. So she her, her um, URL, 
her website is susannaconway.com. Mm-hmm. Um, this is for the sensitive and for the intuitive people. The I don't know the MB. Do you know MB Myers Briggs? The MBTI, the INTJ, or the ENFP no. kind of profiles. Okay. No. So if there are listeners that know that they're INFPs, mm-hmm. go and run to Susanna Conway because she. <laughs> And they will they will know why it's it's beautiful. She has beautiful e courses um, with tarot, but not in a in a traditional way. It's it's in a modern way, and it's beautiful, all the way to connect with yourself. Did you say with tarot? Yeah, she does. She uses tarot, but she uses also photography. So very creative means for her. Tarot is just a mean. It's uh, it's it's a uh, it's a way. It's not the end. It's not like divination or but much more to tap into your own intuition. Um, she also has this sacred space or the sacred alone. So everything to honor yourself. It's great. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I'm really in love with Susanna Conway, so that's why I share. <laughs> <laughs> if I could sell stuff from her, I would do, because it's so, it, and it also it so resonates with my work. So Tara Moore, Playing Big, uh, Susanna Conway, her website, you can check out her courses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there is another book and that is If Women Rose Rooted from Sharon Blackie. If Women Rose Rooted from Sharon Blackie, that's about the story of a woman that's working in consultancy or in a, like in the corporate world. And then she feels disconnected and she walks that journey of going back to connection and how she does it. And she has like a, um, she describes the story of how women in general, like uh, the phases of from disconnection to connection. Sounds perfect. That's a, it's perfect a wonderful for this book. topic as well. So thank you yeah, for exactly. sharing those. And then, of course, I'd love you to share more about how people can get in touch with you to find out more about your services and um, yeah. your, your website and everything. So everything what I'm doing is on my website, uh, avaauthenticliving.com. I love it when uh, people keep it easy. Yeah, avaauthenticliving.com. They can contact me uh, if they have listened to this podcast and they just have some questions. There is my also the, my email. They're free to connect with me um, because it's not just about come here to my practice and, and let me sell your session. No, not at all. I, I like to connect with people. Um, if they want to follow me on Facebook, on Facebook you can type in Ava Authentic Living. And on Instagram as well, Ava Authentic Living. As Ava Authentic Living on Instagram and Ava Authentic Living on Facebook. It's all the same. <laughs> Pretty easy, right? Yeah. We talked about exactly. keeping life simple before in the in the pre-chat, and um, yeah. you're definitely doing that and living an authentic life and sharing it with others, which is awesome. Um, and definitely for lots of our local uh, Amsterdam listeners as well. I really enjoy this, Ava. I told you it would be fun. Yeah, me too. Yeah, super easy, right? Yeah. (laughs) Time goes quickly. (laughs) Well, um, thank you for sharing and for giving back. And uh, I know you're going to have people reaching out to you. And, um, yeah, just thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you, Cass. And have a beautiful day today. 30 degrees. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Enjoy. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Mums the Word. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes and join us on our Facebook page to help us share the message to more mums all over the world. We look forward to having you join us again next time here on your trusted source for all mums everywhere, Mums the Word.
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.